0: You're listening to episode 27 of the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast. You are listening to the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast, a show about living simply and sustainably with your family. Here's your host, Stephanie Safarian. Hey there, and welcome back. Have you ever looked at old pictures of yourself and examined the outfits you wore 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago? I do. My first thought is, oh my gosh, what was I thinking wearing that? The second thought I have is, hmm, I wonder where that shirt or those pants are now. When it comes to sustainability, most of us know the three R's, and they are, of course, reduce, reuse, and recycle. But there are other R's too, like refuse, refuse single use plastic, research, And, of course, repair. A listener listened to episode 5 of this podcast where I outlined 10 new questions to ask before buying new clothes, and she wrote to me. She wrote, and I quote, Trashing clothes really bums me out, and I have become an avid seamstress in part to avoid this. You mentioned great tips on what to do with beyond repair clothing, but don't forget, you can cover a lot of stains, fix a lot of years, and replace lots of zippers and buttons with pretty limited sewing skill. Thank you, Tara, for reminding me about repairing. These days, repairing and mending clothes is out, right? Most of us get rid of any item of clothing that shows wear and tear. Some of us donate these items, But the rule of donating is that if an item isn't in very good condition and you don't want it, chances are real good nobody else would want it either. So it shouldn't be donated. That really leaves just one option for our old clothes, and that's the landfill. Today I'm giving you five mending tips that go beyond sewing on a button. Even better, for these five mending tips, you don't need to own a sewing machine. Those of you who have been listening to this podcast for a while know that I would never advocate for the purchasing of something that you may not end up using. So today I'm highlighting clothes repairs that don't need you to go out and buy a sewing machine. That's right. They can be done with just a needle and thread. For my fellow non-sewers out there, I'm rating each tip I give today on a difficulty scale of 1 to 5. Items that are rated a one, for example, are so easy, you may be able to do it with your eyes closed. Whereas tips that I've rated upwards towards a five means you could still probably do it yourself, but it may give you a few gray hairs. Now in this week's show notes, I link to the best videos on the web that show you exactly how to complete these repairs at home. So if you don't feel as though I'm giving you enough information on the episode today, head over to the show notes, find the video that suits your repairing need, and get sewing. You can find this week's show notes at mamaminimalist.com forward slash 027, mamaminimalist.com forward slash 027. Now be sure to stick around to the end of the episode because I'm also giving you four genius hacks to take worn items and make them look brand new. Once again, no sewing required. The first mending trick that absolutely anybody can do is to repair a torn seam. I am giving this repair a difficulty level of two. And I'm giving it this level of difficulty only because repairing a torn seam correctly requires two different stitches. First a running stitch and then an overstitch. But by the way, both the running and the overstitch are super easy. So all you do is you turn your garment inside out, put the seams together, do a running stitch, go over it with an overstitch, tie it off, and you are done. The amount of time this repair will take obviously depends on the size of the tear. However, you could repair a torn seam in under five minutes. Now, again, if you have no idea what an overstitch is, if it sounds like I am speaking a foreign language, just head on over to the show notes Click on the free video and learn how to repair torn seams yourself. Repair number two is to patch a big hole. Now, when it comes to patching big holes, you have three options. You could sew it closed. I give that a difficulty level of three. You could patch it closed with an iron-on patch. That is a difficulty level of zero no needle necessary. Or your third option is you could patch it by sewing on fabric either of the same color as the garment or with a fun completely opposite pattern if you wish. I give that a difficulty of three. Now which of these three options do you use when patching your big hole? Well the placement of the hole And the fabric of the garment determines which of the three patching strategies you would use. So a hole in a child's jeans at the knee would probably require a fabric patch, but a hole in a knit blouse would need to be hand-sewn closed. So all three techniques in the show notes with videos. Repair number three is to hide a snag or a pull in fabric. So, you know how sometimes your earring or your necklace gets caught on a piece of clothing and pulls the fabric? This little trick fixes those pulls. Those pulls are so annoying, right? They make your favorite shirt look ratty tatty and old. I never knew that there was such an easy way to fix these pulls, and I'm thrilled to share it with you. I give this repair a difficulty level of 1.0 the lowest on the scale of one to five. And as an added bonus, it takes very little time and effort, but the results just feel huge. So basically all you do is you pull the snag to the back of the garment by lassoing it with a piece of string. This whole technique takes you a total of 30 seconds and makes the pull all but disappear. Repair tip number four is to fix all those zipper problems. Now, most zipper problems have to do with the slider, you know, the thing that goes up and down, because the slider loosens over time. The good news is that it's super easy to fix the slider. First, I would suggest getting a pair of pliers and gently tightening the slider on your zipper. I give this a difficulty level of zero, because even my four-year-old could execute this repair. If that doesn't work, you can just snip off the slider with wire cutters and put another one on at the top of the zipper. I give this a difficulty level of one because hello, wire cutters. Now that should solve most zipper problems. But if you have one of those zippers that you zip it up and then the zipper separates from the bottom... I suggest going to your desk and taking out a graphite pencil. Pencil the zipper teeth, run the pencil the whole length of the zipper on both sides, and you might just fix your problem. Now, in rare cases, it may be that you have to replace a zipper completely. I will say that it is not for the faint of heart, and I would rate replacing an entire zipper at a difficulty level of 5+. plus. I have linked to a how-to video in the show notes for a total zipper replacement if you are feeling adventurous. Our final repair for today is to hide a tiny hole in knit fabrics. So don't you hate it when your favorite cotton shirt gets that awkward pin-sized hole in the worst place possible? You can so easily fix that. You have two options. The first option is a no sewing necessary option. However, you do have to run to your fabric store and buy some lightweight fusible bonding. But again, it is an iron solution. I give it a difficulty level of one. You put fusible bonding web and stabilizer on parchment paper. You smooth out the hole. You put the bonding web on the inside of the garment and the hole all but disappears. If you'd prefer to sew that little hole closed, I give that a difficulty level of two. It's basically the same technique as patching a big hole, which we discussed earlier. It's just smaller, and it's therefore quicker. Just know that if you sew a small hole, you might get a little bump in your shirt, whereas if you use the fusible bonding, your hole will be mended smooth. We are moving right along to the genius hacks for clothing and shoes that have somehow already been ruined. Now, on episode 5 of this podcast, I offer tons of ways to keep your clothes looking like new. So if that's something you're interested, definitely go back and check out episode 5. But sometimes clothing gets ruined despite your best efforts, and if you're like me and you have small children at home then you definitely know this to be true. They're ruining their clothes and they're ruining yours. So today, I am offering you four really genius hacks for clothing that need some TLC. Now, full disclosure, I have not tried all of these hacks myself. I've tried three of four of them, but my personal friends and family swear by them. So people in my life that I actually know swear by these hacks. If you end up trying one of them or some of them or all of them, I would love it if you shot me a quick email and let me know how it went for you. So here we go. Tip number one, did you spill red wine all over yourself? Pour white wine over it immediately. Now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, heck no, I just spilled my red wine. I'm not going to waste white wine by pouring it all over the spill. Just trust me, this is a hack I swear by. The red wine stain will not lift immediately, but it will lift on your next wash cycle. So the sooner you get the white wine on top of the red wine, the better. Now, of course, seltzer works really well too, but if you don't have any seltzer on hand, head for the white wine and watch the stain disappear once you wash it next. Our second tip is a cure for shedding sweaters. I hate Shedding sweaters, those sweaters that pill and just look ratty tatty after one, two wears. Well, this trick seeks to solve that problem. Stick your sweater in a bag and then put it in the freezer overnight. If you have a cashmere or a wool sweater that won't stop shedding, toss it in the freezer before you wear it and you will prevent additional shedding. Tip number three. If you have a lipstick stain on your collar, perhaps, use hairspray to remove it. So spray the fabric. Just make sure the fabric is not dry clean only. Spray the fabric with hairspray and let it sit for a few minutes. Then dab the stain and toss it in the washing machine. Simple as that. Now, tip number four is a catch-all tip for all shoe problems. What's the big problem with shoes? They get dirty quick. So if you have a patent leather shoe and you have a scuff on it, get a cotton swab and some petroleum jelly. It will take the scuff right out of patent leather. So petroleum jelly, cotton swab, get to work. Your patent leather shoe will look like new. For shoes made of leather, if you have water stains or stains from snow or salt or all of the above, get an old toothbrush. Repurpose an old toothbrush, dip it in white vinegar, and gently rub to remove the stain. It's just that easy. And finally, for suede shoes. If you have some stubborn dirt on your suede shoes, go grab the nail file and just rub that stain right out. So there you have it. Five simple mending tricks. Absolutely anyone can do at home using just a needle and thread. Now, just a quick tip. Don't underestimate the skills of your local seamstresses. If you find yourself needing alterations beyond your skill level, don't head to the mall for a new outfit. Remember that when it comes to sustainable living, buying new should always be the last resort And repairing should be a part of your eco-friendly repertoire. Thank you so much to the listener who reminded me. Head on over to this week's show notes for videos of all the mending tips we talked about today, as well as a list of all the repairing hacks we discussed. mamaminimalist.com forward slash zero two seven. M-A-M-A minimalist.com forward slash zero two seven. Now on next week's episode, we're talking about the low waste lifestyle with kids. It's tough, of course, but it's easier than you may think. I will see you then. Take care.